The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Meditation doesn't have to be a solo practice. Meditation is more fun with friends. Looking for a way to drop in and hang out at the same time? Join us online at Omega Institute for a meditation party with self-proclaimed meditation nerds Dan Harris, host of the 10% Happier podcast, Sabene Selassie and Jeff Warren. This three-day retreat will stream live from Omega's Hudson Valley Campus, May 17th to 19th. Don't miss the party. Reserve your spot at eomega.org slash party today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Let's jazz it up. Let's all get together now. Welcome to the Laura Theodore Podcast. You may know me from my popular television show, Jazzy Vegetarian, where I feature easy and delicious vegan recipes, along with tips for living a kinder, plant-based life. Now I invite you to join me here each week, where I'll welcome amazing guests to share upbeat and informative conversations featuring motivational lifestyle advice and nutritional guidance, plus lots of jazzy-licious recipe ideas. It's all served up with sensational music on the side. Music! So let's get talking. Hello, hello. Welcome to the Laura Theodore podcast. And I am your host, Laura Theodore. I am so honored and happy that you're here today because, gosh, I know you have so many different podcasts that you can listen to. And man, we have got an incredible show today with an incredible guest, Allie Kasparian. And uh, she's the executive director and founder of Body and Soul. And uh, so this is going to be an incredible conversation with an amazing, amazing person. But first, of course, I have to wish you good health and hope that all is well in your life. And I do hope that this podcast inspires you to a better life today. But let's just get right to it. It's now my great honor to welcome Ali Kasparian, who is the executive director and founder of Bounty and Soul, a nonprofit organization connecting people to food, education, and each other through a no-cost cooperative model. Ali received her certification as a health and wellness coach from the Institute of Integrative Nutrition, and she is an advanced food healing certified instructor. Ali founded Bounty and Soul in 2014, and there she has created a place where people can gather, feel valued, and be inspired to make healthy choices no matter where they are in life. Wow. I'd like to welcome her to the program right now. How are you today, Allie? Thank you so much for that beautiful introduction. Wow, I am doing wonderful. It is a beautiful day in the mountains in North Carolina. Can't complain. It is a beautiful day in North Carolina. I agree. And uh, I just can't wait to talk about this, first of all, just to do something so incredibly inspirational has inspired me. So my first question to you today is, Please share your initial inspiration to found Bounty and Soul in the first place. 
Yeah, thank you for that question. Well, it's it's a personal, it's a personal experience, a personal journey. Um, Eleven years ago, I um, experienced a near death um, experience and um, found myself moneyless, jobless, houseless, um, and needing uh, a place to start over. Um, so, food insecurity hit me personally. Um, so, I moved to the mountains of North Carolina to start my um, my healing journey um, and found it really difficult to find um, living wage, afford rent, buy myself food, and having grown up really with the privilege of eating healthy, nutritious food, um, as we know, it's the most expensive thing to buy. So um, really faced with food insecurity and ability to feed myself the food that I wanted to to eat. Um, So I started to go to a community meal um, right here in the town I was living in, and it was a way for me to you know, I, I didn't know anybody when I moved here, so get to know the community, get myself a hot meal. Um, in the course of the months I was there, I started to volunteer, and, and one day the chef said, hey, would you like to go to the local food bank with me and help me pick up some ingredients for the meal? And, you know, I'm always up for an adventure, so I, I went along with him. And so we got there, and he took he took a left and went to, you know, where the canned foods are and the and the frozen foods are, and I took a sharp right and found myself in this huge um, this huge room. It was the size of a football field, and it was like I was a kid in a candy store. There were pallets and pallets of fresh fruits and vegetables, and half of them were in beautiful shape, and half of them were rotting. And um, I, I'm watching this volunteer, you know, take this food out by the, by the pallets and on this forklift. And so I stopped her and I said, where, where are you taking all the food? And she said, oh, I'm, take, I'm taking it out. I'm taking it to a pig farmer. And so I, st- I said, what, a, a, a pig farmer? Why are you taking it to a pig farmer? And she said, nobody wants to eat this food. Oh, my gosh. Wow. So that was that was the heavens opened up, and I, that was that big aha moment for me because for the last several months I had, you know, when I was gathering around in these tables speaking with community, we were all we all had that shared experience of finding ourselves in financial difficulty or you know, you know, health issues, whether it was diabetes, heart disease, and really wanting to eat healthy food, nutritious food, and not being able to afford it or access it. So that was the big aha epiphany, and so on the way home, I I said to the chef, I said, listen, next week at the welcome table, I'm going to set up a table, I'm going to put a tablecloth and baskets, and it's going to look like a farmer's market, and I'm going to come back here, and I'm going to rescue this food. And so um, that's how it started. It started with one table. Um, I brought in my camping stove, and um, I, I love to cook. I've cooked all my life, and I, I, that's how it started, just cooking wow. with fresh fruits and vegetables. And, um, and from that moment, um, the community came together and said, okay, Allie, like, what, what, what do we need to, to keep this going? And so I had somebody with a truck, and there was, you know, a person that was growing a garden. And so it was, from the very beginning, a very community-centered initiative. Um, I mean, of course, I had no money, so I couldn't start a, 
organization. So um, it truly was a, a community coming together to have access um, to the food we all deserve. Wow. Um, and so we do all deserve great. good food. Yeah. There, there is no that's doubt about good. that. And particularly what I think is so amazing uh, about Bounty and Soul and, and you as a, as a person and what you all are doing is that, of course, now more than ever, people really are feeling, many people are feeling uh, food insecure. Mm-hmm. So what you're doing is something that's really needed everywhere, uh, not just here, but it's amazing that, that you're doing this here. And just exactly... What kind of programs do you have, and how does Bounty and Soul bridge the gap between food security and whole person health? That's what I think is so wonderful about what you're doing. Yeah, and our programs speak to that. So we have, um, you know, three main programs that intersect through the lens of food, farms, and and health. So one of our programs is called Produce to the People, and that's a distribution model. um, That's the no-cost markets that people come to. It doesn't matter. There's no eligibility requirements. Everyone is welcome. Um, And that's where we distribute food um, in a farmer's market style environment. Um, And then we also deliver, since the pandemic, um, we have started delivering food to people experiencing transportation barriers. Because it's one thing, you know, the the transportation is, is, especially when you live in rural areas, um, does become a a barrier. So we now um, offer for a program where we deliver healthy food boxes. And then our uh, Farmers Alliance program really centers the importance of strengthening our local food system because, if anything, we've learned um, through the pandemic is, you know, the, the supply chain issues and, um, you, know, the tr- you know, the trucks are, you know, stopped at the ports. And yep. so they're, they're, they're really shown a light on um, really how uh, fragile our food system is. So it's important to really center our local farmers and growers because that's where our food comes from. So this is a program where we work with over 46 farmers, local farmers, and it's about really, you know, building and nurturing like reciprocal relationships, intentional relationships with the farmers um, and where we, you know, either purchase food for for distribution or we um, send volunteers out to support their efforts in growing food or even provide a tax write-off for any donated food yes. um, that they that they provide us, um, and then finally, our rooted in health program is um, that's really my my baby, um, and and that's a um, an evidence-based uh, education and resource platform, um, really, you know, showing the importance of whole person health, and we do that through um, classes on everything from you know culinary medicine, which is combining the art of cooking with the science of nutrition, um, you know, mental health uh, classes, um, speak, talking about resiliency and having healthy relationships, um, and also, uh, you know, emotional well-being and spiritual well-being. So we have classes on managing stress um, and mindfulness, um, breath work, things like that. So it is really, you know, about, um, you know, the whole person, not not just one yeah. thing, but it, 
really is yeah. looking at the whole person. And really, when you look at food insecurity, food insecurity is, you know, defined by the USDA as, um, like, you know, uncertain access to enough food to live a, a healthy life. So, you know, what we do know, and science shows us, that the more, you know, unpro- unprocessed, nutrient-dense foods that we consume and that we eat, the healthier, more energy, the more vibrant we are. And so, you know, and that's not, that's really not the narrative when, you know, your food pantries or food banks are, you know, addressing food insecurity with um, foods that might not be the most nutrient-dense. So, and then, you know, we really truly look at food as medicine um, and also community as medicine. Yeah. So, you know, as much as we look at, at health, we look at it in, you know, community, um, you, know, so, you know, self-health um, and, and food. Um, and, you know, because it's not just about food. You can eat all the kale in the world, but if you have unforgiveness in your heart or you are struggling in relationships and, and, and are stressed, um, we know that impacts, impacts your health. So we Absolutely. look at it wholly. Yes. Um, and each, each contributes and supports food security, supports whole person health, whole person health supports food security. Well, we're talking with the amazing Allie Kasparian, and she is executive director and founder of Bounty and Soul. You can learn more about Allie and Bounty and Soul at bountyandsoul.org. That's bountyandsoul.org. Go there after the program. And Allie, yes, I mean, that's what we're here for. You know, the word unprocessed. Of course, we're having Chef AJ on this program uh, this month who wrote the book, Unprocessed. Uh, So we're right there. And in all of my books, on our television program, uh, on this podcast. That's what we base our uh, food on, our recipes on. But we also agree 100% with you with the mindfulness, whole body health, et cetera, et cetera. But something I'd like to just touch on briefly is that you really, it's near and dear to my heart when you talk about the farmers because when we started uh, Jazzy Vegetarian quite a long time ago, part of my mission was to bring forth how important the farmers are because I think a lot of people still don't realize, man, without the farmers, we'd have no food. We have to support our farmers. We have to find a way, particularly now with all the difficulties that we're having, to allow our farmers to make the living that they deserve to live uh, so that they can produce good food for us. And you say that you honor their work as sacred. I I truly agree. And uh, just briefly, in your mind, how is a farmer's work sacred? Well, you, you, you know, you captured it so eloquently and, and in, you know, one, they, they, they are the lifeline to sustaining our life by growing our food. And I, I think, you know, farmers, you know, to farm, it's a hard, thankless, undervalued, overlooked, um, you know, job that, you know, we, we, we do take for granted. And it's, it's something that we really honor and, you know, part of our Farmers Alliance program, like I said, is to really develop and, and nurture those um, relationships with farmers and, you know, ask them, like, what do you need? How can we support you? And oftentimes it looks like, 
uh, we need you to buy some food, um, which we do. Uh, sometimes it looks like, hey, we could use some hands in the fields, and, and that's what, you know, we have over 450 volunteers, active volunteers, that contribute to our work. So we send, uh, you know, an army out to, to support farmers in the fields. And, um, and really we tell their story, um, which is so important. Um, you know, all the food we give out from local farmers, you know, the story is behind it. We educate folks on where, where the food comes from, what farm it came from, um, what are the, wow. the nutrient benefits of, of eating local food, really having a platform and, a, and, and having a voice um, for the farmer is really cool. important for the everyday person who, yes. you know, may not know or may not think about it. So, um, and we do that also with children through our um, through our children's programming too. Because I think kids, I mean, I just it's really interesting because uh, you know taking kids out to a garden and you know plucking out a carrot from the ground, you know, there's still that level of amazement of like, oh wow, like the carrot comes out of the ground and not in a can. Um, so it, yeah, it, it it's it's so important, and it, and it and it's important that we center their work in in everything we do, and and give them a voice. Absolutely. If mm-hmm. people need help, they can uh, visit bountyandsoul.org and find out how they can get help right there at your website. Is that correct? Yep, that's correct. Um, our market schedule is there. We have um, resources, education resources, recipes um, that are available, videos um, that, you know, if, if you don't live in North Carolina and um, want to learn and learn more about our work too, as well, you can go to our website. Fantastic. It's all there. You are mm-hmm. amazing. I can't thank you mm-hmm. enough for taking time out of your very, very busy day to be with us today and I just I'm so thankful you took the time and I'm just in awe of who you are and what you've done and I do hope we have a chance to do this again and have some more conversation but thank you so much Allie well I really really appreciate it and thank you for this this opportunity So that was the amazing, the incredible Allie Kasparian, and she is the executive director and founder of Bounty and Soul. And you can learn more at bountyandsoul.org. That's bountyandsoul.org. Well, in jazzy news this week, if you don't know it yet, we air every week on Create TV. That's the Create TV channel. And you can certainly learn when we will be airing on that program at createtv.com. That's createtv.com. I have a schedule. You can put in uh, your area, your broadcast area, and find out when the program airs for you. And it's so exciting. We're so grateful to all the folks at Create TV. Jazzy Vegetarian, every week on Create TV. And, of course, you want recipes. You want vegan recipes. Mm. Mm-hmm. And to get those recipes and learn more about us, you can go to jazzyvegetarian.com. That's jazzyvegetarian.com. Well, I know you've been waiting for it. It's my recipe of the week. Vegan and delicious. My recipe of the week. Greens. Allie was talking about greens and she was talking about kale. And uh, if you've listen to this podcast or watch the television show, read any of my books, 
you know that I just love kale. And this is a really cool, easy way to make kale. Uh, just so simple, but it's got kind of a surprise sauce to it. And it's steamed kale with walnut cream sauce. Of course, it's not really cream. The sauce is made from walnuts. It gets nice and creamy. Uh, you're going to be surprised how well this works. So you're just going to start off with one very large bunch of kale, washed, destemmed, and very, very thinly sliced. And you're going to steam that kale until it's wilted and quite soft, but still bright green. Takes about eight minutes or so, depending on the thickness of your kale. Of course, you want to destem that kale, as I said before. Make sure you get those thick stems out of there. Otherwise, your kale is going to be kind of tough. So that's a great jazzy tip. But I found that the trick to steaming kale is that you want to check on it every minute or so because it can go right from that nice, bright, vibrant green color to this like kind of weird kind of green color that you don't want, like an olive green color. So just keep an eye on it. And so you're going to transfer that steamed kale to a medium-sized bowl. And while your kale is steaming, you're going to put half a cup of chopped walnuts, a half a cup of water, a half a teaspoon of Italian seasoning blend, or any other kind of seasoning that you like to give this sauce a little bit of a jazzy kick, one to two teaspoons of tamari, and a clove of garlic. Uh, if you don't like garlic, you can leave the garlic out, or you can use a little bit of garlic powder, which is something I like to do. Then a little sea salt and black pepper to taste. You're just going to put all of those things into your blender and process it until it's nice and creamy. You're going to be so surprised that it becomes a very, very yummy creamy sauce. Now, if you want the sauce to be a little bit thinner, you're just going to add a little bit more water, about one, two tablespoons at a time to achieve your desired consistency. And then immediately pour that snazzy sauce over your steamed kale and just toss it and serve. That's it. You're going to be so surprised. It's absolutely jazzy-licious. You want to find this recipe? You're going to go to jazzyvegetarian.com, and you're going to see under Season 4 Recipes, under our TV Recipes, Season 4 Recipes, Show 409. Show 409. Well, I can't thank you enough for being here with me today and for the fabulous Ali Kasparian at bountyandsoul.org. But it's you. It's you that makes this program happen because uh, you listen to us every week, and I appreciate that so much. So until next time, be happy, be healthy, and be well. From me, Laura Theodore, a.k.a. The Jazzy Vegetarian. I'm Suzanne Giesman, and if you've ever wondered about life after death or if it's possible to connect with a higher consciousness, I invite you to join me for my podcast, Messages of Hope. It's my mission to share with you that our loved ones who have passed are always with us, and we are so very loved. I want to teach you how to live a consciously connected and divinely guided life. Listen here on the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network.